Welcome everyone. This is the Penciled In Podcast, the show where two working artists and creators chat with guests. I'm Ingrid. And I'm Lindsay. We're going to be discussing so many interesting subjects with you guys. Art, sketch cards, collecting, publishing, tools, materials, all sorts. Perhaps we can finally understand why we all do this to ourselves. Welcome everyone to episode one of the Penciled In Podcast. Today, Lindsay and I are going to be talking to the amazing and gorgeous Carolyn Craggs. Hi, Carolyn. How are you doing today? Hello, Carolyn. Hello, you. So, <laughs> well, we're we're still getting we're still a little new at this. We're getting. We want to get to know you. We welcomed you onto this podcast because you do, of course, obviously uh, some gorgeous artwork. And you've worked with sketch cards, but I think you also do a lot of other things as well. So we'll start at the beginning. Um, who exactly are you? Uh, well, um, <laughs> I live in the UK. Um, I live with my partner and um, his, his son at the moment. Um, we've got a little baby on the way. Imminently. So if I have to go, that's why. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, two cats as well who might one is has been in and the other one might come in so i'll stop the interview it's just because i need you to meet one of them um okay. so i live in the northeast of england um i used to be um, i used to be a lawyer for 17 years um, that's that's legit mm. And uh, I finished doing that about a year ago just to concentrate on art more, which um, was, wasn't a decision taken lightly. It was more that um, I refocused my priorities around you know, my, my personal life and health and all the rest of it after I had a fairly severe health scare a few years ago. And it, was just, it just seemed like it was the right time to, um, to do it all. Um, so I imagine that being a lawyer is a really high pressure job. Yeah, it's, it, it's um, it, it, you can't ever really switch off from it. And, um, you know, a lot of paperwork, a lot of mm. hours. And, um, you know, when you've, when you've had a health scare, that's kind of the things that you get told you shouldn't have in your life and <laughs> Don't get, get rid of stress. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. And he's just like, oh. It's easier said than done. And I, I stuck with it for about a year um, after I'd, I'd recovered. And I thought, oh, this is just not, it doesn't feel right to me. I feel like there's, you know, there's, I want to do the art thing. Don't have time for it because I'm doing this. And it's not really where my, um, my passion lies, let's say. So, um, yeah, so I just thought, oh, you know, let's just, let's just see what happens. Well, with a baby on the way as well, um, it'll be it'll be good for you working from home, doing art from home, just getting yeah. you know getting little bits and bobs done while he or she is asleep, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Hopefully sleeping. Hopefully. Be <laughs> sleeping well. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. So how many years have you actually been working in art in general? And when did you find your way into sketch cards? Um, well, I, I, to, be, to be totally honest, I hadn't um, picked up a, a pencil or anything um, maybe until about seven years ago. And that was from, from finishing school, 16. I hadn't really done anything at all. But um, I'd, I think what it was was that my parents had 
found all of my old um, materials when I was at school. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, it'll be different in um, in your country, Ingrid, but over here, you know, when you do your GCSE artwork, and my dad had found all this stuff in the loft and went, "Here's your GCSE art project." Did you have? Did you have a red tin of watercolors? I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I had. I had. I had a tin of. A tin of Derwent graphite pencils, which I still have. Oh, that's amazing. Which are like this, this big. Um, I used to have uh, Derwent pencils. I can't even find them anymore. Oh, we can, I can get you some. They're like everywhere here. Oh. Um, yeah, Karen Dash. Um, I did have some Karen Dash gouache set, which were all dried, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I just, I just sort of, there was just one morning I thought, I'm just going to draw something. I'm just, I just feel like just, you know, having a go. And I did three portraits um, of um, the Wizard of Oz. I did, you know, the, the Scarecrow, the Tin Man and the Cowdy Lion. And I just, I put them on Facebook. And one of the girls I used to work with, she's like, I'm a massive Wizard of Oz fan. Can I, can I buy them off you? I was like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I thought, oh, all right then. Well, cool. And didn't think anything more of it. And I, I thought, oh, I better go on, you know, on Instagram. People was like, oh, you know what, Instagram, there's loads of artists on Instagram. So I joined Instagram, posted some more stuff on there and um, just got to know different people. And one of the first people I got to know who was into sketch cards was Matt Applegate. Mm. Yes. Still- no good friends with and he said oh you know I've started doing um the top cards for the Star Wars uh, brand and I was like that's really cool because you get to draw all the Star Wars characters and I don't know about you two but I was brought up on all that sort of stuff so I was, like, oh. I was 14 when I watched the uh, New Hope <laughs> well, well there you are so yeah. you know it was it was like, oh that that'll be really cool but I just thought oh you know, I've only just started doing this. I'm not going to be able to do that because I've only just picked a pencil up a couple of years ago. And uh, Matt said, oh, you know, why don't you just contact Tops and do some, you know, sketch card size drawings? This was like 2017. I thought, oh, I'll sit and I'll not hear anything. So I didn't hear anything for months. And then I got an invite to do masterwork, but I was um, mm-hmm. I was out of the country. So I, I was like, there's no point, you know, Oh, don't have time I thought off oh, blowing it and then um, I think it was uh, the last Jedi uh, series one maybe came out and I got another invitation I thought, okay so that was like my first go at um, doing sketch cards wow cool it was really random just like and what were your thoughts of uh, what did you think of um what did you think of working on sketch cards at that time in 2017? Because it's pretty different than when it was uh, way back in 2006 and something. What were your thoughts on on uh, having to draw quickly and the pay rate and all that stuff? Um, I, mean, I know that um, that pay rate is well not too dissimilar from company to company, especially the the bigger the bigger uh, companies, you know, Tops, Upper Deck, and so on. Um, but I just, I, I wasn't that bothered at the time. I thought, I just want to draw these characters and I want to draw these people. It's good practice. And um, I think drawing on such a small scale when I was used to, to drawing 
or painting on you know big canvases and things I thought well this is you know something different and I think it really taught me to pay more attention to detail I don't know if if you two found that I agree 100% agree because you're focusing on on such a small part that when you go to a bigger picture you're still focusing on a small you know and you get so much more in than before I start doing and when you go back to doing those larger illustrations or paintings or whatever, you're then consciously looking for those same details, but just on a bigger scale, aren't you? Hmm. So I think it has. I think it has really, really did help to bring me on. And you join, you know, the community, like you know, Chops um, Card Artist Community, especially. Um, and you, you know, you talk to people, you see what other people do, or you know, what did you use to do that? And like, if I had a go myself, and I'll you know, I'll have a bit of a, a fiddle and um, think, oh, I quite like that. And mm. oh, that, that looks better than the ones I did last time. Oh, well, I'll keep doing that and then practice and practice more. And then, you know. That is one thing I would advise for anyone who wants to practice and get the skills of his sketch cards because you have to do them. You haven't got a choice. You've got a deadline. You've got to just keep going. And, and like it's different. Experiment and. Yep. Yeah. It is different from working on a bigger on a bigger sheet of paper or a bigger canvas, working on something small, it does take a, a little bit of adaptation of what's really nice when you, it doesn't take you like a week to finish something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. And I think that, um, like you say, you know, with the deadlines and everything, and you, you know, you are under a contract with these companies. And I know that, um, you know, there's, there's some people who don't take that seriously enough, maybe. Um, and I think maybe it's maybe just because I've got like that legal background that I'm aware that when I'm signing something that there's potentially a consequence to what I'm putting my name to. So I, I think, right, well, if there is a deadline and I put my name down to say I'm not going to, you know, share the work before the uh, release date or I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go off and start discussing my rate of pay with people publicly. I'm not going to bash the brand not that I would do those things but you know all of these sorts of things you just be very conscious of mm. um so I think because I've been trained to work to deadlines that I, I didn't really find it too much of a problem um but initially I was balancing the job that I had within law with doing sketch cards so I would you know work sometimes you know nine or six nine or seven come home have something to eat and then be up till 10 o'clock at night drawing just no, then no. <laughs> I don't either I just now I look at it and think what were you doing <laughs> Pretty woman what were you doing but, I certainly it's nice to hear your side of 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 it of that too and and also not to bash companies or anything like that because still it, it is an opportunity we are given an opportunity we're not given uh there are opportunities for us if we want them to to do things even though it may not be quite the way we as artists might like it there are things we might like done differently or like a high pay rate oh my god he's so cute for the viewer, for listeners who can't see, there's an there's a gorgeous cat on the screen right now. God, it's a miserable one. But I do think, oh gosh, I do think it's it's maybe I I think it's maybe a, a positive thing that you know we we're discussing all of these things with different people and that 
and that new people who might want to be getting into it do realize you're not paid a hundred dollars a card or something you know the pay is low however you know there are there are other good sides to it um you know until we can get the pay rate a little better but i mean there are there are some good sides to it so there are good and bad things to doing sketch cards in the uh in the publishing yeah, absolutely and i think you know with the with the top star wars cards one of the things that um that really i thought that would be cool to use at some point in the future is if you wanted to enter for a celebration art show um, because you then it makes you eligible because you've worked on the Lucasfilm license. Would you be able to tell us a little bit more about the Celebration Art Show? Because I don't know anything about it. I keep seeing it pop up, but I know <laughs> nothing about it. I mean, I mean, I've 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 been so Star Wars Celebration. For those who who don't know, is a um is the the Star Wars official Lucasfilm event that's held every year. Um, and has been for, for God knows how many years now. So it's basically the Comic Con of all Comic Cons for Star Wars fans. So in the past, you would have, you know, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, all the all the big actors. And typically what they would do is, um, especially when the when the new um when the new trilogy came out, they were announcing, you know, nearly every year there was always like, here's the trailer for the new movie, or here's a look at the actors who are going to be in the new movie, and all this sort of thing. And I was lucky enough to go to the um, celebration event in London in 2016. I managed to get a ticket to go to that with one of my friends. It was really, really cool. Um, you know, we get to sit and listen to uh, panel talks. It was like Anthony Daniels and Warwick Davis doing a panel talk. And it was, it was just, you know, we saw Mark Hamill and Harry uh, Fisher. And that, incidentally, that was only a few months before she died as well. And I, always regretted not meeting her oh damn it <laughs> oh. oh carrie fisher was amazing yeah you know. she was she was so the celebration art show is basically um within that within that convention they will select um i think it's maybe is it a dozen artists or, or something like that who um submit a piece of artwork um obviously based on Star Wars and it's um, exhibited at the um, at the convention. The artists will sell the prints at the convention. I think it's um, published by Acme Archives at the moment. I think they've got the, yes, that's it. That, that license, that, that part of the, the brand, let's say. Um, and um, yeah, if you've got, a, you know, if you're invited to, to do that, then it's a, it's a real honor. Um, you know, and there's there's artists who who frequently have, have gone back year after year. They're really popular. Um, but if you want to enter that art show, you have to have um, created art for Lucasfilm in some capacity. So even you know the the, the sketch cards that you do for for Star Wars makes you eligible um, to to enter that competition. Doesn't mean you're going to get picked. It just means that you can. You know, you can have a go, and there are, you know, several artists who've been who've been selected from the from the sketch card community to to go on and and do that. And you know, there's people who've made a, a, a much bigger career with Lucasfilm out of it. You know, um, Katie Cook, who's one who illustrates a lot of children's books for Star Wars, she's done really really well out of it. Um, so you know, like like Ingrid, like you said, there are, there are opportunities opportunities there that present to you. And I think like anything else, if you if you want to make the most out of it, then you will. 
I'm not saying that you, you're going to be a massive Star Wars artist or whatever it is, but you know, you'll make the most of whatever that opportunity means for you. And if you don't want to bother with it, then just don't bother. It's you know, it's what you want to, what you want to make of it. Yeah. As you progress, you find that um, what you want for yourself can sometimes change as well. So in the beginning, you could be doing sketch cards to try and get on that show. Mm-hmm. But by the time you've been doing sketch cards for a bit, you might not want to do that anymore. No, so, no, no. You know, things chop and change, don't they? Different yeah. doors open. Yeah, totally. And I mean, um, for me, um, you know, I don't, I, you know, I, I like doing sketch cards, but um, like you say, I've found other things in the art world that I've found that I enjoy as much or more. Were and, you recently in um, a Printed in Blood book? Yes, for aliens, yeah. Oh, aliens. Please tell us about that. So, um, Printed in Blood are a publisher. Um, they have typically created art books um, for, for different movies. So, I think the first one that they did was The Thing, which is like a bit of a cult, isn't it? And uh, they've done a few since then. Uh, there was Stranger Things, the official Stranger Things art book, which I was in as well. Um, they've done Halloween, Ghostbusters. Aliens, they've got a Bernie Wrightson book coming out um, and a few others in the pipeline, which I don't think I'm allowed to mention. Uh, <laughs> I will get into trouble with Steve <laughs> over that. But um, yeah, so it's they, they're, like, they're like coffee table books, aren't they? They're just the really gorgeous artwork. Um, there's probably over 100 artists in each book and you have to um, enter the... The process by submitting your work by a certain deadline again you know you work into deadlines and um if you're chosen then you're really lucky and you get in and you get to be part of something official an official brand um you know something really to, you. to com- complete anything in time to to apply i've always got my idea and then before i know it deadline's gone and um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, life happens, you know, like things, yeah. things get in the way. And I've, you know, I've, I've done it several times myself, Lindsay, where I thought I really, really want to do that. And then I thought, oh, I haven't, I haven't got the time to do it. Just, it's just melted away. Like you say. Speaking of, speaking of uh, all these deadlines, um, what are you working on currently? Are you working on anything official? Are you working on your, on your own type of thing or what are you doing? Um, at the minute, I'm winding down as I'm about four yes. to six weeks away from my due date. So yeah, <laughs> I'm that's... winding down. I'm on the last, I think it's the last five commissions that are on my list, which I've been really, really painfully slowly working through because I've been not feeling the best. Oh. Well, do you have any, if you, well, you, you'll never really get your life back believe me but if you you know if you do you have any plans in the future for when you are able to claim some time again yeah I want to I mean I think um I, and I, I maybe this would be the same for you guys but I think it's like you don't um it's not like having a regular job where you think I'm going back to work on this date and I've got to be back at my desk or doing whatever it is that you'd be doing in that particular role it's more like I want to go and draw something. I want to go and paint something. It's a bit of a need, isn't it, rather than having to go and do it. So, you know, there's days where I think, oh, you know what, I just can't be bothered to go upstairs and draw anything today. I'm, 
and I believe you me I've felt like that quite a lot because I've felt so tired and whatever else during this pregnancy but you know I think that having even having having a baby I'll think no I need some time to myself I need to go upstairs because I really want to go and just play around and you know stick some music on and whatever else yeah. in the background and just zone out for an hour it helps when you have like a few different jobs on the go at the same time as well because there's, there's always something you can be bothered to do whether it's yeah. looking for references or filling in a large area or details or there's usually something you're in the mood for so you can just you know keep pushing it on a little bit more that's yeah. what I find anyway definitely and I've got yeah. three or four things that I'm finished I'm finishing this off and then you're kind of doing little bits so each one it takes you, you know a couple of weeks just to kind of pull them all together um but official stuff I'll there'll be nothing I don't think um until maybe the end of the year maybe beginning of next year it just depends I'm gonna have to just see how it goes I think which companies are you uh, are you still going to keep working for once you get back into it or do you think maybe uh... um well I, I I've took a sabbatical from sketch cards anyway I had um already said I was going to do that I remember and, seeing that on Facebook. I believe you made uh, it. Yeah, I was kind of like, I need to look at other things. I've, I, more because I knew this was this was all in the pipeline. I thought I'm not. I'm just not going to have the time, in the maybe the inclination to be able to do it. And um, I thought, right, well, I, I did masterwork for Star Wars last year, which I thought was a great set just to end on. That's yes. you know nice set just to kind of close it off. Um, and will I go back to it? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I did email the AD at Tops and say, I've, you know, just to let you know I'm having a bit of a break and this is why. Um, if, however, you did happen to do a Back to the Future set, then obviously whatever I've said, just forget it. <laughs> just <laughs> put me down for 100 cards. <laughs> All of the cards can I just do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Sure, yeah. That is that your dream set then, Back to the Future? Oh, if if they if they did a Back to the Future set, because Tops did have the license for that way back in the day, they did, and I have asked and never really got an answer as to whether or not they would do another one. Because I thought, oh, that's the perfect opportunity for like some sort of. There must be an anniversary of like whatever it is, 40 years must be coming up for that fairly soon yeah. in the next few years. Yeah. It, something uh, it should be, I think it was 1985 when it came out. Is that possible? Well, there we are. Yeah, like so that. I would mm -hmm. be all over that if it was coming out. Uh, <laughs> and then I thought, maybe I should just pitch it to Steve at Printed in Blood, if he's, if he's watching this, maybe Steve. Mm -hmm. Let's Steve, that's the future. Steve, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, listen, yeah, Back to the Future is where it's at. Who wouldn't want to do a book of artwork on the trilogy? Really there. Which is amazing. That's yeah. Yeah. Pitching it and no one's listening to me. I'm like... It's got a massive following. I think it'd do well, at least as well as Ghostbusters. Yeah. Probably. Even more, I think, if you want mm. my opinion of it. Mm. Yeah. What are your favourite tools to use when you're creating any art? Uh, what is your preferred medium? Like when you have your own choice to do it, what's your preferred medium? 
Um, either um, I like using acrylic gouache with pencil, colored pencil. I, I think that gives you know a nice effect. Acrylic gouache. Yeah. Is that a different thing, acrylic gouache? Yeah, it's kind of like it's the cross between. Yeah, it's it, it's got, I think it's just got that it has got that quality of being able to water it down like you would with a with a watercolour, but it builds the colour like you would get with an acrylic paint. So you can, you know, you can build the intensity of the colours. If you watch um Alex Ross's YouTube mm. and he paints everything in acrylic gouache stuff um it's i mean he's just amazing to watch i'm gonna check that out so go and have a look and watch him yeah. I, I watched him paint um a spider-man illustration in acrylic gouache and it was just uh it was just really really lovely oh yeah. alex ross did Sorry? you say alex ross yeah yeah i've got um a geek clay geek clay print of his that someone bought me years and years ago Batman standing over Gotham. It's signed. <laughs> God knows how much it was. But um, it, I didn't have a, a glass front on it, so it's gone all bumpy. You know, the print. Oh, no. So I'd have to go in and, like, try and cover the cracks up and stuff, which is a shame. But, yeah, no, it, is that what he uses? I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I mean, I, he may very well do um, digital work as well, for all I know, but he... He definitely uses acrylic gouache and inks, and um, so that's I quite. Play with that. Yeah. Um, but I, I like um, I like using acrylics and oil paints as well. Um, so I had to pack in with the oil paints recently because the fumes are not really great for mm. ladies. And that's condition. why I have kind of put oils on the side a little bit. I have a bit of asthma, and the fumes tend to kind of aggravate that a little bit, which makes me sad. And the water-based oils are really cool, but they don't right. have the same texture, oh. I find. It's no, just not I, quite a thing. I was using the um, Snellier oils, um, which are really, really buttery and really nice. Those oh, they're so nice. I love yeah, those. Really, really nice. So I was using those, but, you know, they're like, you know, proper oil pens you need you know the spirits to to really deliver it's complicated you need the spirits to clean the brushes you need uh you need special stuff to mix the the paint aside from the fact that a tube of paint is like 30 dollars or something but okay they're really they're expensive <laughs> but it is like the best texture of all of them i think they also make some acrylic paint actually Right. Like they do like oil pastels and things as well, don't they? So I, I used do. to really like, yeah, I used to really like um, doing charcoal um, and oils, uh, oil pastels and things like that. So maybe I'll have a bit of a faff on with those and I come back into it after the baby's born. <laughs> Didn't you work with um, color pencil as well for a while? Yeah, no. I, I, I used to. When I first started doing sketch cards, um, I only used colored pencil. And um, then I um, got into the Copic markers with a bit of pencil as well, which were really nice. And it would, it would build, so I'd be like, right, pencil only, then I'll add some Copic, and then I'll put um, the, the colored pencil on top of the Copic. It's and then gorgeous. I started doing like a bit of acrylic gouache, so I had like three different things going on with the same 
the same cars and I thought this is just getting ridiculous for like <laughs> mixed, the media. mixed media yeah mixed media it's so, awesome airbrushing I quite like a bit of airbrushing I've used that. oh have you done that a little bit yeah don't mind it bit fat but it's the thing I don't like and I say this I, I really love the effect but it's the amount of work it takes to clean the thing out mm. I was gonna say I don't know but um uh, please don't let me talk too much here but the the amount of the, the the mediums that I personally like to use are the ones that have the least amount of preparation the least amount of upkeep the least amount of cleaning the least amount of mess just the least you know yeah <laughs> I, I don't I, use charcoals <laughs> with it all over my face instead <laughs> yeah, but I, I do like I, I do uh, I do like a bit of uh, charcoal that well that was what started me off when I did those Wizard of Oz portraits they were all done in charcoal um and I you know I really like I really like that sort of dark um mm. sort of style of stuff um you know a very dark background with like a lit face or like you know whatever it is that's kind of where my where my stuff tends to dramatic yeah like a bit of that yeah yeah drama is necessary what do you think uh, what do you think about where the world is at now like we're coming hopefully to the end of basically to the end of of the uh the pandemic or at least uh at least to another stage you know whatever happens i don't know but let's just imagine that it's coming to an end um, the world of art has been changing for many, many years, of course. What do you think the future of art might hold in the um, terms of like digital? Do you think traditional is going to go like completely the way of uh, of uh, TV or something? I don't know. Uh, like, I think, um, I think traditional is too much fun for people to create, to be honest with you. I think there'll always be a need um, for people to to want traditional art even if it's just that you know it's for their home or you know um for comics or whatever it is because there are still traditional artists mentioned alex ross he's a really good example of somebody who still works in traditional media and he's like you know top of the game and um, so if he's doing it i think well that must be all right for me then <laughs> somewhere I down that appreciate hand-drawn art as well won't they i mean they're, they're always happier with a piece of real art than a print so yeah. I think I think they'll always be around won't it yeah and I, and I think um you know one of the things that I really like to do is just sit and just you know just a graphite pencil and a bit of paper and just draw you know do a portrait of somebody I did like a I was started doing these little series on a Sunday it was like a, like British comedians I don't know if you can remember I did like oh. comedy stuff <laughs> So I did like a Matt Lucas and there was some older comedy stuff. And I thought, oh, I've really got to get back into that. So that's something else that's kind of at the back of my mind. I'm kind of like, I, I love that. that idea though, Carolyn. Yeah. Sunday series, you call it your Sunday series. Oh, you know series. what day it comes out? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that too much. But yeah, like, you know, just to, just to have a little simple graphite sketch. It's not finished. It's, you know, fairly loose. Takes you, you know, what an hour and a half to, to draw out whatever it is and you think oh you know I like that and it's it's not you know OCD of 
Oh, you all do it. Oh, God, yeah. Pencil There's a lot of people who really love quick sketches as well, aren't they? The, the, I've got friends who prefer to collect sketches than finished artwork. Yeah. Even if you haven't got a lot of time, you can still create, like you say. Right. Yeah. There are a surprising number of collectors that actually truly enjoy sketches, in, be it just sketched sketch cards or sketched drawings or what. There are a surprising number of collectors who actually really enjoy that which as as someone who tries to create a living out of art is very encouraging to know. Do, yeah, you, do you find, Carolyn, that it's difficult to make a living in art seeing as you kind of changed careers? Um, or is it something that you don't think about? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I thought um, when I was in that um, transitional period of finishing the, the law career and then going into art, and I sort of thought, right, the month before I finish, my legal career I'm going to just put it out there that I'm starting up full-time in art from this date I forget what it was now March last year or something and I'll just say you know if you want a commission then just let me know and it just it went absolutely mental and I thought oh what have I done here mm. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done and it was I, I was like well, I've got to, I've got to just put the brakes in it a little bit because I got too much there was far too much going on it was all during COVID and everything, obviously, all this happened. And I thought, well, I need to, like, I can't do any more. So I've been, I've had my books closed for quite a while okay. um, because I just can't, I can't, um, you know, cope with the, with all that. But I, I think if you're just going to do sketch cards and you're just going to make a living off sketch cards, then that's very difficult to do. Um, you have to non-stop work don't you if you yeah and it's um I find that would be very self-limiting in terms of other things that I would want to do yeah. so you know if I'm wanting to work in illustration for books or I'm wanting to do you know larger canvas pieces or I'm wanting to do something totally away from pop culture and I think you know because that's been at the back of my mind maybe I fancy doing that in the future and um, you, you can't do it if you're just doing sketch cards every single day. No, 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 you it's cannot. Been there, done that, you can't, no. Um, there comes a point you really got to say, and well, yeah. Well, you know, I won't get into that, also. I won't stop talking if I start talking about that. But, but yeah, yeah I think you're right, your, Karen. Yeah, but going back to your question, Ingrid, about the future of art and things, and, you know, digital, digital stuff, um, you know, that's something else that I've dabbled in a little bit, not not as much as what I would like to, but all you know, the NFT stuff that's out there now. And I know there's, you know, there's a real dichotomy of opinion over. Oh, know, if, you, if someone can explain NFTs to me, it would, uh, I for one would be extremely grateful to know. I, I, I have a difficult time getting my head around it. And I, it seems like it's something we're going to have to learn about one way or another, whether we agree with it, like it or not. Right. And, you know, whatever people's reasons are for investing in NFTs and whether they agree with it, like it or whatever, they, whatever, then um, they're, they're here. That's, that's the fact. <laughs> Is it something you're going to look into? Um, I thought about it and I thought, oh, I don't know. I don't know whether I'm, again, it's, I'm kind of in a different, different headspace at the moment. So I think when I come back, this time I've got off, 
I'm going to get my time off. It's not. Because <laughs> I'll be quite busy. Yes. But uh, I'm thinking, you know, I need to, like, work on my branding. I need to have a website. I need to be doing all of these things. And digital, um, digital art is one of the things that I've kind of had penciled in for quite a while. And I am conscious that I really need to, to, to get on board with it. I just got myself one of these things because I'd like to get up to date. It's an iPad. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Trying to stay up to date with it and uh, to, with the technology and all of that. And to draw on this thing, it's like unbelievably eye-opening. You can actually draw on these things. Yeah. Do you use Procreate? Have you got the Procreate? I'm learning how to use it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It, ha have you tried it? Yeah, I've, I've got it on mine and um, I've used it for, for sketch, I mean, primarily for sketching out ideas. So if I'm doing, because um, the beauty of it is if you make a mistake, you can just erase it and then start again without wasting paper or whatever else. Exactly. So, you know, with, say, comic covers, I'm going to do a comic cover for somebody. I might say, right, well, there's the comic cover, load the image into Procreate, sketch yeah. out on the digitally and say that's kind of where it's I'm thinking yeah um and you know you you've given someone a, a digital example of, of what you're looking at and um, but I've used it for editing pictures that I've you know for if I've done a painting and I want to put it into a print I might clean the edges up in procreate because you know what it's like when you're drawing stuff you the white background that you might leave in might get a little bit grubby so I'll clean it up and then scan it in as a as a print it's all nice and crisp yes so do you think embracing technology is a good idea or should we be cautious about it yeah i mean why not you know it's um, i mean there's, there's some there's some really great digital art out there i don't think um it takes away from from you know from the skill that, that, that's needed to do that it's just a matter of learning a different skill it's like you know, somebody might just work in paint all the time. And then somebody else might not have a clue about using paint. They might just use ink and whatever else. And then digital's just another another strand. I mean, look at all you know, look at all the animated movies that we watch. All of that is digital and everyone loves it. So, yeah. you know, we need to yeah, you know, whatever floats your boat, get on board with it. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Lindsay, did you have anything you wanted to ask? We're, we're going to slowly coming to the end of this particular episode. Any questions, Lindsay? Um, I don't think my connection's working fantastically. Okay. I don't, I don't know how it is on your end. There it does seem but to be a keep of a pixelation thing happening. Yeah. You're breaking up, actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, Carolyn? Um, mm. So okay. I, I think I'm going to leave it for questions. Okay. Um, Carolyn, is, is there anything you'd like to say to, to end this out? Um, I, before you do that, I'd just like to say a huge thank you for coming on board and being our first, our first victim. And I hope it hasn't been too painful for you. I, I wish you the best with, with the new family. Thank you. Do you have any lasting words, any final words before... Um, the only the only thing I would say is if anybody is um, interested in looking at any of my work. Um, yes, please. Where can people find you? I'm on Instagram. Um, so that's CJC underscore artist. Um, and I'm also on Twitter 
um, which is Carrie JC 1983. Um, and I'm also on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook um, under my own name. Um, so yeah, just, just let me know if anyone's interested in anything. Obviously at the minute I'm, <laughs> I'm in a bit of a funny, um, I feel like I'm, people say, oh, you, can you do this for me? And I've had to like say to people, I'm really sorry. I, I've got <laughs> things happening in the next, <laughs> four, I'm not quite sure when it is. It's four to six weeks. <laughs> So <laughs> can't promise you that I'm going to get anything done. So I defer to other people. Well, I wish you the, the easiest of transitions into family life and all of that. Yeah, thanks for having me on the on the show as well. It's been great. I'm sure you're going to let us all know, aren't you? When, yeah, when baby awesome. is there, yeah. so we can all get excited. <laughs> yeah, of course I will. I will. I'll let you. Fingers crossed. Everything. <laughs> It would have been really easy to talk for another two hours, but well, we will have to let it uh, go. Maybe we can have you back again. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Without a baby. Yeah. Without later <laughs> down the road. <laughs> You'll have a baby in one arm, Persian in the other. <laughs> That's my life from now on, I feel. Oh, well, as, as, a, as a mother of two adults, it. it it never really, it, it, you know, kids are mother once, mother forever kind of thing. But of course, it, it changes kind of like our art careers. It just goes from one thing to another and stuff like yeah. that. Well, thank you again, Carolyn. Thank you for having uh, broken, the, uh, broken the ice with the Penciled In podcast. Thank you very much. And yes. I look forward to hearing how it goes with you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please leave a review wherever you listen. This helps people find us. All links to guests or sites mentioned will be in the show notes. You can find Lindsay on Facebook at Lindsay Grayling Sketch Cards or search for Cartoon Cosplay. You can find me at IngridKVHardy.com or on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ingrid.kv.hardy This podcast is independently funded, meaning the costs come from our pockets. If you'd like to help with even just a couple of dollars, become a patron at patreon.com slash ingridhardy. Music and audio editing for this podcast is done by Victor Besset. If you have any feedback on today's episode or want to suggest a question of the week, email us at thepenciledpodcast at gmail.com, tweet us at inpenciled on Twitter, or on Instagram where we are at thepenciledpodcast. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs>